the eighth adventure of siegfried the dragon slayer by anonymous this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by phil schempf how siegfried fights with the dragon and bathes himself in his blood mimer now prepared siegfried for the journey and gave him meat and drink for the days that he was to be absent which the hero secured under his shield mimer also gave him an axe and then showed him the way to the wood where he intended to accomplish his destruction when siegfried had come to the spot which the false master had described to him he halted then he went up to the trees gave each a blow with the axe which he held in his right hand and bending them down with his left he thus felled them after a while he carried away the trees and piling them up in a heap he made a great fire the sun was now at the meridian so he had recourse to his stock of provisions and never left off until he had finished all the supply that mimer had given him for his chase through the forest after giants and dragons had given a keen edge to his appetite after this refreshment he said to himself as he sat on the stump of an old oak tree there is now no one so strong as to lift a spear against me but he would presently lie stretched at his length upon the ground and never desire to rise again as he said this the huge dragon came crawling forth with a mouth that was wide enough to swallow a man flesh and bones and all it had black wings like a bat its body was swollen with poison and resembled a toad but its long tail was as sharp as a two-edged sword when siegfried saw the monster with his sharp white teeth he was as delighted as if a long-looked-for friend were coming and he cried now i may have a chance of trying my prowess as i wished thereupon he ran to the fire seized the largest tree and hastily attacked the fierce creature with the burning brand he rushed headlong upon him and forced the flaming point straight into his right eye so that the beast writhed with the anguish then siegfried struck him on the head with such force that at the first stroke he fell prostrate on the earth and then he gave him repeated blows until the monster was dead siegfried now sat down to rest and said chuckling to himself if the dragons can do no more than this creature here it is hardly worth the trouble to attack them he had however grown hungry again from his new toil and he felt as if he had all this time eaten nothing but it was now growing dark he had no wish to return to the smithy and knew not where to procure food at last he bethought him to roast the heart of the dragon for his supper so he went at once to work and thrust his spear down the creature's jaws and body the trunk of a large tree served for a spit and on it he hung the dragon with his spear before the fire but presently the scaly coat began to soften before the fire and the blood and fat flowed in a stream like melted lead siegfried took the flesh of the creature in his hand but it burned his fingers and he put them to his mouth to cool them but when the horn became cold in his mouth it seemed as if he were biting into steel it had become so hard he looked at his fingers and they were covered with horn as with gloves of iron when the young hero beheld this he felt rejoiced and quickly throwing off his clothes he held his helmet under the melting scales till it had grown hard and then bathed himself in the stream which flowed from the dragon the horn covered his whole body except the back between the two shoulders where a leaf of the lime-tree had fallen which the horn could not penetrate 
this horn was like a strong coat of armor which no weapon could penetrate except between the shoulders where the lime leaf had fallen and from this horny covering the hero is called siegfried the horny to the present day then he took up an axe and cut the dragon in pieces part he gave to his dogs and the rest he threw to the birds of prey the head he put aside then he lay down again to take his meal and the birds of the forest sung their evening song he cut out the heart of the beast with his sword and behold while he was eating there resounded many voices as if of men around him whereupon he turned and was about to invite them to his meal but he saw nothing but trees and birds which were hopping from bough to bough and seeking a place of rest now he perceived that the voices he heard could come only from the birds and he remembered that he had once heard an old ballad sung by a foreign minstrel in which it was said that whoever ate the heart of a dragon should instantly learn the language of the birds and thus learn many a secret he therefore desisted from eating and listened to the voices of the birds presently a quail cried out to her sister bilderich success success the dragon is conquered and killed killed as she was crying thus a chaffinch came flying by he had not understood the quail clearly and cried what 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 the dragon conquered victory 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 a blackbird whistled yes yes only think of it siegfried has done it hail to thee siegfried 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 with him came three old ravens and seated themselves croaking on the bough of a withered oak the first said to the second alas alas thou hast again deceived us sister didst thou not say that we should find siegfried dead yes replied the other i heard myself this morning how mimer laughed at siegfried and said go proud boy the ravens will soon fly off with thy bones the dragon will help thee to burn coals thus said mimer and if siegfried's arm had not been stronger than his understanding it would have turned out so thereupon the third raven began i am afraid there will not be much for us here for siegfried's dogs leave little behind however we must not despair we shall still be able to pick out his eyes for he is too confiding and trusts too much in men otherwise he would have seen from mimer's evil eyes that he meant him no good if siegfried does not take care the other will plant his iron in his heart yet ay but if he is wise replied the first raven he will cut off mimer's head in time that i should be sorry for said the third for he has given us many a good feast from dead bodies but let us fly away before the sun sets for yonder in the forest i know of a fallen stag let us go and enjoy it together the two others accepted the invitation and they all flew away together with a loud croak meantime the little birds had all become silent siegfried with his dogs continued his supper in peace then he went to a clear stream where he drank and laid himself down to sleep under an oak resting according to his custom upon his shield and when he looked up at the huge trunk of the tree and saw its wide and leafy branches and how the winds of evening played around its top and the stars shone through its boughs how the birds found rest in its covering and the animals lay beneath its shelter and the branches were ranged around its stem and when he further reflected how many a tempest and storm it had defied and that it now overshadowed the land like a king 
then siegfried thought how he should like to stand like an oak among men lending shade and protection to all around and with this thought he fell asleep end of the eighth adventure